Whether they're referred to as telehealth, telemedicine, or virtual visits, communicating with our doctors via phones, tablets, or computers during the pandemic has caught on and almost everybody is loving it. And joining me today to discuss how and when telemedicine might save us a trip to urgent care is Dr. Linda Williams. She's board certified in family medicine, preventative medicine, and immediate care. This is the Franciscan Health Doc Pod. I'm Scott Webb. Dr. Williams, thanks so much for joining me. We're discussing telemedicine today as an option for non-urgent conditions where we might otherwise go to urgent care. But let's set the scene here. Let's set the stage a little bit for listeners. What exactly does this mean? Telemedicine, telehealth, virtual visit. What are those visits? Well, essentially those visits are where you are not going into your doctor's office for the visit, but you're using a mode of technology such as your telephone. Sometimes it's even more convenient if you use your smartphone or a tablet to do a video visit or a computer with a camera, but that's not always required. Just a simple telephone, you can have an adequate telephone visit with your doctor. You can cover so many um, medical conditions, such as acute conditions, primary care, such as a sinus infection or chronic disease management can be covered during that telephone call. Let's talk about primary care and how telemedicine, telehealth, virtual visits fits in nicely with basic you know, primary care with your primary care doctors. Hypertension. We can help you manage your hypertension, follow up management, as well as provide refills. Simply you having a blood pressure cuff at home and logging your blood pressures and then discussing with your doctor the numbers. And from there, that's almost a complete doctor's visit. If you have a scale at home, you can measure your weight and give your doctor that feedback as well. Some people do have pulse oximeters where they can check the oxygen in their blood. That gives us good feedback and heart rate. The heart rate gives us excellent feedback. So let's talk about some of the other areas of medicine where telehealth may be an advantage. Something like, I think you mentioned this earlier, chronic disease management. Congestive heart failure is one that's very important to follow and for the patients and primary care physicians to connect on a regular basis. And sometimes it takes more than just a nurse visit on the telephone, but actually having a face-to-face video visit with your doctor or having a telephone visit to give feedback regarding how you're responding to your medication, what your feelings are about your condition as you're progressing. Certainly coming into the office would be optimum, but you can't come into the office all the time. And we're finding that we're able to do quite a bit on the telephone and it's actually helped us open our minds to the benefits of virtual visits. For those who don't have transportation, who might live in rural areas, and like I said, who just might be a little uncertain about going to the doctor's office at this time. Providers are loving it. Patients are loving it. And as you say, people who are at higher risk, people with chronic diseases, they may just not feel comfortable coming into the office, despite the fact that everybody's wearing PPE and all the precautions are being taken. So when we talk about other things like diabetes, hypertension, obesity management, how does telemedicine fit in there as well? It fits in with each one of those diseases. In terms of diabetes, I've had my patients uh, keep records and logs of their blood sugars, and sometimes they fax them in or provide them during the visit, and that's been very helpful. And discussing medication management, that can be done on the telephone as well. Yeah, that's one of the things that I've done during this. I did a video visit with my doctor, and I just sat in my kitchen 
she was on my phone. I talked to her. She talked to me. And I've also heard providers, doctors say that it's kind of interesting to see people in their homes and to check things out and that there's some real advantages for patients to just be comfortable, to be at home, maybe that their blood pressure doesn't go up because they haven't had to walk into the office and they're not as worried as they might be. Have you found that as well, that it's uh, nice to be able to just see where people live? It is nice to see where people live, but it's important for the patient and the physician to have a type of telemedicine etiquette. Have a quiet place. If you have lots of noise around, try to be in a quiet place where we both can focus on your visit. Have adequate lighting if you can. Yes, you're relaxed in your home, but also I can see your face and I can tell if you're in pain and I can tell if you're happy, sad. Uh, We've not only done visits regarding physical disease, but mental health disease as well. And so counseling during these times over the telephone in terms of anxiety, in terms of depression, uh, we can see a lot. And yes, people are more comfortable in their homes and we can pick up a lot there. Yeah, that's uh, such a good point that you bring up about the netiquette, if you will, or etiquette, that there are just some kind of basic things that people would need to know before they do a visit like this. And just having that privacy, and I'm, I'm sure that's a factor as well. You mentioned talking about mental health and anxiety and stress, and so I'm sure privacy is a factor as well. It is. And so like, that's why I emphasize try to do it in your home. I even had a patient do it They were at work and they wanted a little more privacy, so they went and sat in their car. And we got the visit done, and the person went back into back to work. Yeah, I'm thinking you definitely don't want to do a telemedicine visit at the local coffee shop, right? You should probably keep your business private. It allows you and your provider to focus on each other and get through it as quickly as possible. A few other things on my list to talk to you about are preventative medicine and how telemedicine factors into that as well. One thing that's come about is now insurance companies are much more open to paying for preventive medicine visits via video or via telephone when before earlier this year they were not, such as the Medicare wellness visit or the Medicare annual visit. I find that I can just simply, if my patient has my chart, they can assess the questionnaires, complete the questionnaires. I can see them. We review them and the Medicare wellness visit is completed. And it includes so many preventive medicine measures such as discussing the colonoscopy and colon cancer screening or discussing with my patients what labs they need. And many times, in fact, I can order the labs before the visit and discuss that during the the visit as well. I'd like to talk about women's health, menopause. You know, we've been talking about things like privacy and patient comfort, and maybe there are just some things that people are more comfortable discussing when it's just them and their doctor on their phone, right? That's correct. There are several topics that people feel more comfortable discussing one-on-one with their physician on the telephone, and now the physician can feel quite comfortable doing that and being able to take care of medical conditions. They're a little more, take a little more time than just answering a question on the telephone. Now I know I can do a telephone visit. We can talk about the issues surrounding the symptoms of menopause or the concerns, and everybody's happy in terms of time spent on each end. And you develop your assessment and plan. Yeah, and maybe the patients feel like they have a doctor's undivided attention 
when that's just the two of them on the phone or through a video call where they feel like they're not going to be interrupted or they don't feel like somebody's right next door listening to them. So I imagine there's a real comfort there, maybe for the doctors as well. There is. And so uh, I have found that some of my patients prefer uh, these telephone visits. And I do try to, I do now try to intersperse them more between the inpatient and an office visit and the telephone visit. And one of the things that I know that you're into that's a part of your life, a part of your work, is academic teaching. And though it's not a major you know, component of this, I did want to have you talk a little bit about that and how you've been able to do some of that through whether it's Zoom or other technologies. Well, certainly directly teaching residents and, and specialties and medical students, we've been using Zoom more just as the whole world has been using Zoom for church meetings or for community meetings, we've been utilizing it to keep our doctors aware of what's new in medicine and what's happening. And also, at the same time, we are teaching these new physicians more about telemedicine and video visits, and it's really taking off. So I really do think virtual visits are here to stay. Anything else we want to tell people about telemedicine, telehealth, virtual visits, the value to both uh, them, patients, and providers? Anything else we can tell people today? I just want to encourage patients and individuals to be open to the telemedicine visit, the virtual visit. And if you're hesitant, just try it out at least one or two times. Some of our seniors are a little afraid of technology. Some are very savvy. But if you're a little afraid, just start out with the telephone visit. And I'm sure your healthcare provider will support you in getting connected and learning how to use it. Yeah, that's a great way to wrap up. And I think that there is a lot of support out there. And as you say, give it a shot. Be open-minded. You can start slow. You can start with a telephone call and maybe work your way up to a video visit. But there's a lot of value in telemedicine right now moving forward. I think, you know, we both and a lot of providers hope that this is here to stay. Doctor, thank you so much for your time and you stay well. Thank you. You too. For more information, go to franciscanhealth.org and search virtual visits. And we hope you found this podcast to be helpful and informative. This is the Franciscan Health Doc Pod. I'm Scott Webb. Stay well.